0: Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam! Welcome to another episode of my podcast where I connect with spiritual leaders, starseeds and lightworkers to help you to connect with your higher self and source to discover your truth and, abra- and embrace the divine being you're designed to be. This podcast is aimed at helping you to discover the light both outside and within you, and eliminate the fear that our 3D reality and our ego insist on pushing onto us. Once we discover who we truly are and we live from a place of love rather than fear, then we can ascend into the higher dimensions. So today I have an incredible guest who discovered the set freedom technique in an attempt to heal her own emotional trauma after breaking free from the grips of a sexual abuser in order to reclaim her own life. Now, if you're dealing with your own emotional trauma and you're looking for a way to heal from it and be in your power, then our guest today will show you exactly how you can do that. Dr. Lisa Turner is a trauma expert and the founder of Set Freedom, and her aim is to revolutionize the coaching and therapy industry so they may also have the Set Freedom technique in their toolbox. She's the author of five books and she's a speaker. She says that her mission in life is to enable individuals to become self actualized, fully empowered internally driven and motivated and to create tangible real world results. Okay, so let's get on to today's episode because I'm super excited. I've had the benefit of talking to Lisa beforehand and she is absolutely delightful and I'm so excited to have you here. Hey Lisa, how are you going today?
1: I'm going great and I'm so delighted to be here and lovely to be here with all your people.
0: Oh, and I'm and I'm so excited to have you here because there's so much awesome stuff that we've got to talk about. And we're just talking about my my different segments and how we're going to try and have you on on some of them because I think that what you've got to share in regards to spirituality and in regards to the soul and um, in regards to ascension um, is pretty is pretty powerful. But today we're going to actually be talking about the set freedom technique because this is going to give you the opportunity to tell your story and help to people to heal that trauma that they may have experienced um, throughout their lives. So how about we start off this interview by saying, Lisa welcome and can you tell us your story please
1: I surely will so i kind of feel sometimes like my i like i should sort of do a little trigger warning um <laughs> because my story is a bit unusual so uh, I was uh, I'll keep it really really brief and if you want to know more it's in one of, it's one, my first book that I've written that's actually been yes. converted into we're in the process of turning this into a um into a feature film at the moment wow. so the story I love to pedophile so basically I was as the name kind of the book suggests I was groomed and trafficked by my teacher it turned out it was part of a larger pedophile ring so it started when I was 12 um eventually he moved me from Australia to the UK where I now still live um when I was 15 and he kept me as a virtual house prisoner until I was uh, uh, just before I was 20 so it was just short of 5 years that I was kept in, in this this um in this way and 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 you know, it's like people often have this idea that, that I was like locked in and I really like the lock was it was an yeah. emotional lock. It was a psychological one. He controlled everything I did. He controlled the food I ate, the clothes I wear, who I spoke to, how much money I had available to me, took all my money um, pretty much. And and so it was incredibly controlling and psychologically damaging relationship. And um, you know, in in this book, I I talk a lot about the and it is an edgy book. It is an edgy book. I'll tell you, there's it's you know I tell what happens. Mm-hmm. There's no you know I don't fluff any of it. I eventually managed to escape, and I was working on my uh, doing my degree in engineering at the time. And it slowly dawned on me over time that I wasn't functioning quite right. And not only that, it's like I just assumed everyone woke up every morning wishing that you know that they just hadn't like I literally yeah. would wake up in the morning wishing that I just want to go back to sleep forever so you didn't wake up I would now. yeah and 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 it's like the term I use now is what it's what I call passively suicidal so I wasn't doing anything mm-hmm. active to kill myself and and I think actually passive suicide is way more common it's like you're just barely doing what you need to do to survive yeah. but you're really not living mm-hmm. and and I, I didn't, it was a while before I realized not everyone was like this. I thought this is just, this is what life is, right? You know, and until you know different, you don't know different. Mm. I then went on a journey to try and heal myself. And I tried everything. I tried everything from the mainstream psychology, psychiatry, counseling, coaching, and the more traditional things like hypnosis, NLP, timeline therapy, those kinds of techniques. And I bundled all, all those and I call that the psychological or neurological. Um, types now, mm. some things worked, some things didn't. I also tried all of the you know, the wacky, weird, and woo woo, and just very different esoteric techniques. So, I yeah. tried things like shamanic healing, and journeying, and soul retrieval, and Reiki, and theta healing, quantum healing, quantum touch, uh, spiritual healing, and and uh, all of these esoteric types. And then I knew, and I knew some of these worked. And I knew that they all had limitations. So, what essentially I did was I found what worked and I deconstructed it and then reconstructed it as a process. And now, what we have with SET is a really simple, really powerful and effective seven step process that clears all of your trauma from the past that you're conscious of. So, the process is called conscious emotional transformation. That's what the SET stands for. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it does pretty much what it says on the tin. Uh, it consciously transforms your emotions and it only transforms the ones that you are conscious of. So you can't clear what what's out of your awareness. Yeah. So this seven-step process will clear in a matter of hours what other modalities might take years, if ever, yeah. to achieve
0: wow look there's there's so much we're going to unpack here because I think that this is something that is exciting I think it's something that um you know that people need to need to understand about but if we if we just go back to your story for a little bit um you said that you were you were trafficked when when you were 12 years old um how like because he was your music teacher so obviously you're a musical person you do you play instruments or sing or
1: so I was I was learning guitar but mostly I was I, I was mostly um singing was my thing. Okay. And um I mean and and like the 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 grooming process so the, the grooming process started when I was 12 I wasn't fully trafficked until I was 15 and there's four stages of of the grooming process yeah so the first is the the luring they just cast the net see who's interested mm-hmm. then they go into the enchantment where they absolutely delight you and they just flat yeah. you and flat your ego and then they go into the coercion and manipulation where they start to drive a wedge between you and others and do a lot of emotional blackmail and a uh, lot of if you really loved me, you'd. Now I was really lucky that I didn't. Normally, that's the stage where people get beginning to get prostituted and or um addicted to some kind of drugs. Now I was lucky that didn't happen to me. Yeah, I, I think it was just luck. Um, I, I, actually some of the wisdom of my mum kept me kept me safe, and I'll. It's all in the book. It's a, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: won't go. We won't go into too much, but. I was just curious like with the with the whole him taking you to the to the UK um how did that impact your family like obviously they they must have felt like there was something wrong or had he kind of also lured them to some degree
1: absolutely that's one of the things people misunderstand mm. as under- I, I don't know, during the COVID years, there was all this stuff about save the children, save the children, because everyone was talking about kids are being grabbed and kept underground. It's like, actually, it doesn't happen like yeah. that. The kids that are being trafficked, it's right in plain sight. And the thing that the, the 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 groomers typically do is they groom the parents. Yeah. And the way they do that is like, so he was like, oh, Lisa's so talented. She's so amazing. And of course, my mum was like, well, what mum doesn't want to know that their, their daughter <laughs> their is amazing? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and um so oh she needs to spend more time with me I can really bring her along and you know like I could really you know and you know develop her talents and she could really be something and you know kind of dangling all these carrots so the parent
0: could trust him enough to to then go yes it's okay for her to um to do this so did he say that you were going to have some big
1: career in the UK or Yeah. yeah so what happened was um uh, so there was a lot of, there's going to be some big career and, you know, I was going to be in the, you know, in the Melbourne chorale and, you know, one of the amazing opera singer and all their stuff. And, um, and, but m- mostly what he, so the, the, so he, um, decided he was going to go to the UK and the way he did this and take me and the way he did it was he coached me on what to say to my parents before he left. Okay. So then, um, so before he left, he was like, okay, tell your parents, can persuade them to send you, but don't tell them it's to spend time with me, tell them it's to do something different. You know, oh. to do like okay, yeah. so, I get it. So then so then like once the first yes, and if everyone's done hypno done any hypnotherapy mm-hmm. training, you'll know it's like you have the yes set. So it's like, mm-hmm. yes, she can go to the UK. Excuse me. <coughs> then I've been doing so many, um, so much yes. talking or <laughs> <know the> feeling. <laughs> So so first of all, he coached me on what to say. So I got the, yes, Lisa can go to the UK. Then he left and then he started to do lots of emotional blackmail to me saying he couldn't live without me. He was so dependent on me. Um, you know, I had to come and save him. And he, he was telling me that he was going to kill himself if I didn't go to the UK. Oh, no. I'm 14 years old at this stage and 14 year olds don't have the emotional maturity and all that kind of emotional blackmail yeah, but then, of course, I start putting my pressure on my parents instead of sending me like it's now about January, and I was supposed to go in I guess April. Like now the pressure is on. you've got to come now. So, um, so he just kept writing to me, phoning me, writing to my parents, phoning them, putting pressure on them to send me. <clears throat> now, my mum, I think she I think she really thought he would do something if I didn't go. And And of course,
0: at this stage, she was wrapped up in him
1: as well, because he had already groomed her as well. Exactly, exactly. And, and the other thing is, she was, it was an attempt to protect me because her thinking is, if I say no, these are the likely outcomes, the most likely, like, like in an ideal world I'll just go yeah sure that's fine mum and carry on and live my life and I think we all know that somebody who's mm. been really groomed and psychologically hooked in that's very unlikely yeah the other options were I would find a way to get to him anyway or just run away and the other option is that he did do something and then I would blame myself and uh. the dam- and she was now she's in damage limitation Yeah. So she's kind of thinking, what is the least damaging thing that we can do? Probably to send her to the UK, but with conditions. So the conditions were that it was for a short period of time and that I had to stay in contact with my mum.
0: Yeah. And so did that happen? Did that happen?
1: Yeah. Okay. But then you were there for
0: five years.
1: Yeah. Well, I stayed in contact and then it was like, she's going to stay a bit longer, a bit longer, a bit longer. And, and in the end, I ended up staying, I ended up staying for five years. And it was, um, there was the kind of the big decision, Lisa's going to go to school here. And that, and that yeah. happened at, after I'd been there about eight or nine months, something like that, I think. Yeah. About eight months.
0: Okay. And then you went to school and so you were living in his house and he didn't have a partner or anything like that at that stage. No,
1: I was his partner. That, his partner. That was the kind of, yeah, that was the like, oh, she's my girlfriend. But we can't tell anyone, so there yeah, was this whole it's a secret of... it's a secret type yeah wow yeah. that's
0: that's that's a lot to go through at the age of fourteen to be taken yeah. away from your family, and of course, when we're talking about people that are uh narcissistic psychopathic um sociopathic like like traffickers um then they try to create that wedge between you and your family so that so that Nobody comes in um like in between years, and so that's a really hard thing for a fourteen year old to have to deal with as well so um, so I think that you know you going through your own process of trying all of the different techniques and then trying all the the esoteric type techniques that um the shamanic healing and all the all the stuff that we tend to tend to promote um Really led you to the CT, to the set freedom technique to your own process, and I'm going to um, just ask you a question here, which um, is a little bit personal for, for myself, and and um and that is uh my mum, and I'll tell you a little story about my mum. When she was 14 years old, her mum was murdered, wow. and her wow. mum her mum was actually murdered by her sister's uh, boyfriend and so and they knocked her over the head and they buried her in the backyard now my mum heard screams that night and but she was 14 years old and she thought she was dreaming and there were two big men I mean she couldn't have done anything anyway she's like five foot now (laughs) like I mean she she would have had no hope and could have actually gotten herself hurt and so she she dealt with that when she was 14 she had an abusive father that used to beat them um and she's recently well I'll say maybe a couple of years ago she got the transcript of what happened to her mum because she didn't find out about it until um about nine months after it happened because she had run away with a boyfriend and because she came from a a, you know troubled household so she didn't find out about it for a long time that her mum had actually been killed Anyway, she got she got the transcript and she was reading through it. Not long after that she read through the transcript, of course she was in tears. She she didn't know the full story. She started getting these really strange pains. Like physical chronic pain in her spine. And um and she's been to doctors, she's had this thing implanted in her to try and they keep saying it's nerve pain. Um but nothing's fixing it. And I've often thought, is it this unreleased trauma that she's gone through, that she has not dealt with those emotions, um, which is causing this chronic um, manifestation? Um, and I've said to her, I've said, Mum, you've got to deal with these, th- this trauma. You've got to deal with these feelings because um, until you do, it's locked in there. It's causing, it's causing pain. And is this something that the set freedom technique could
1: help her with? So the answer is almost certainly, but mm-hmm. until we did a full assessment, yeah. And one, and I, I, I do want to explain something about. So, uh, so for legal reasons, yes, yeah, here in the UK, I cannot claim to cure anything. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah. Any, any <laughs> complete too. evaporation of symptoms is entirely coincidental. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the same here, too. You know what Australia is That's crazy. If it
1: happens that you were doing, you had some symptoms that looked like cancer and they disappeared, it's entirely coincidental. That's all I'll say. <laughs> One thing I will say is that I'm really, really, I mean, I've had people be go into um, spontaneous remission from, yeah. from cancer, from MS, from chronic. We have great results with chronic fatigue and, like, I don't know if there's a term for it, but, like, random non-specific pain, like yeah. pain that, that doesn't seem to have a physiological cause. Yes. But there's there There's a stage. So set releases emotions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's something we have to do first, which we can do, and it's a little bit more of an advanced technique, but there is a process where we bring it um, to from the, surface. the physical body into the emotional body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then when it's emotions and when it's been. And so, see, the thing is, it's like I work on this principle. All emotions are useful. They're all good. Yes. Even the ones that we label negative because they are information. Yeah. So, and, but there's two sources of them. So all emotions are good and positive at what we would label positive emotions are. So if we just look at something that's happening in the present, our current situation. Yeah. If we feel an emotion in response to the present, that's good. That tells us we're moving towards what we want. Yes. If we are feeling an emotion that's bad, that tells us we're moving away from what we want. Yeah. And that's it. It is just guiding. Yes. It's just like saying, "Well, it's a temperature monitor." And it like, is. It's
0: just. It's just like a. It just tells you whereabouts you are on your vibrational
1: scale at that particular time. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And it's like I used to um uh, uh with my uh, my brother used to play this game, and it's like the warmer cooler game. So we'd yeah. hide something, and you'd go warmer, warmer, cooler, yeah. cooler. Now, if you lose the cooler, cooler you're losing a whole bit of information. You might be able to guess you're moving away. Yeah, You don't like colder, colder, really, really cold. That's the point of negative emotions. Yes. Now saying that, but what happens is we have, um, so the emotion is there to give you information. If we don't get that information, yeah, and sometimes information is a bit more complex, When, the, when then what happens is it can store in the nervous system yeah. as a resistance. Yeah. Now I work on this basis that, so I'm just going to free flow just to get mm-hmm. this, this explanation because it's when you've got the whole, all of the pieces, it's real, it just, it transforms your understanding of emotions. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, so all emotions are good, even, you know, mm-hmm. it's just if we understand them and know how to use them. Mm-hmm. And when we have in actual, an actual fact, when we do any kind of emotional healing, the, the focus is often on, releasing the emotion and that's actually not the problem that's the symptom
0: yes yeah
1: let me explain so the idea is that uh, we're an infinite so the idea first of all i have this five principles of love so the first is there is only one emotion and it's love yes and that what we feel and that you're an infinite being and that love and or you might call it love energy chi or yes. whatever you want to call it i don't care. Um, that's that should be infinite and it should flow infinitely throughout your infinite body yes so we don't actually feel negative emotion what we feel is resistance a resistance to the, to love. the love yes and, and that's what, what fear we, is it, that yeah. so so um so if you imagine that that emotions and energy is sort of intended to flow so, just use the metaphor as a river So Mm -hmm. it flows like a river and the block or resistance in your nervous system is like a dam. So what happens is it builds up on one side and that's where you get the lake and on the other side, it's depletion. Now, the two typical approaches to healing are one is the neurological and that looks at analyzing the structure of the dam, Yeah. Mm -hmm. which is interesting, but doesn't Doesn't really solve anything. Yeah. Yeah. and it certainly doesn't drain the lake off right then the other approaches things like you know eft emo trance reiki what they do is so you've got this high energy here low energy here what it does is that what it does is it taps off the high and raises the low yeah so now it's in equilibrium because what your nervous system feels is the difference yes Okay. Mm -hmm. now but the difference isn't actually the problem that's the 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 core. The problem is the dam. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so. So when people go, oh, you know, I'm gonna have my reiki, and they go, they feel great. And then what happens after you've done an EFT or a reiki session? A couple of you weeks, a couple of months later, back to where you started because you haven't because actually the dealt dam with it. There, The river yeah. is still flowing. Yeah. So what set does is first of all it finds where all the little dams are throughout all your entire nervous system. Mm-hmm. Then what it does is it releases and clears that dam and then it floods your system with a really high vibrational energy and it's beyond the higher self it's typically beyond most other energy healing vibrations that that are out there wow and and um and uh and so and the other thing it does is is it also raises consciousness and this is where we kind of take so it takes you beyond just Oh, I've got a damaged piece and I need healing. It actually takes you to expanding your nervous system, expanding your capacity for energy. So not only are you healed from the past, and yeah. not only is that permanent, not only is it as if you never had the problem. Yeah. That like, yeah. That's the real That's exciting. Like, yeah. That's the exciting yeah. part. Yeah. Even more than that, it expands consciousness and expands awareness. It expands your energy field. And, you know, you guys know, you know, about vibration and energy. Mm-hmm. And it's like the more energy you have, the more success, the more joy, the more happiness that you feel. Yeah. And so you mentioned fear a little while ago. So I have this, I almost have this like a, like a calibration, like an understanding of the different forms of resistance to love. So, mm-hmm. so I start with anger. Mm-hmm. So. It's like so anger is the feeling we feel when we perceive that someone has done something to us which is unloving. Yes. Or didn't do something that's loving. Yeah. So then um so sadness is the feeling we feel when we feel or think we have lost something we love.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Fear is the feeling we feel when we think we are going to lose something we love or or love or just love. Yeah. Um, yeah. hurt now, hurt and rejection, particularly for high vibe, high conscious people. I often say, like, if you're gonna become spiritually awakened, get ready for the hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Because, that's because where the dark of, nights
0: of the soul come in because you're gonna often you're gonna go through a lot. Yeah.
1: Well, thing is with set, you don't have to. But so yes, so, so, <laughs> that's it's so exciting. I, that's why it's so exciting. You can skip that whole process. I know I know it's like well you can if you want but you know only if you enjoy that sort of thing so so and I'm not here to judge I'm not gonna judge but so so hurt and rejection is when you try to give love to someone and they reject it and it bounces back and that's what hurt is yeah and And that's that's
0: often something I think that empaths deal with a lot
1: Because it
0: is, it is that like, we just feel like we just have to give and we have to give and then not everybody's at that place that they're wanting to receive. And so it'll come straight back at you. And then you feel that
1: rejection that hurt. absolutely. And essentially, essentially what you're trying to do is like, you've got love, you're trying to give it. It's love trying to find a home. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why I say it's like, there's only one emotion and it's love. And what you feel as a negative emotion is actually resistance to love. So, what about, what about, uh, oh, yeah, keep going because we're still going um, up. So, I may be about to answer your question. And then, um, so, so I go Angus, fear, hurt, and guilt. Now, guilt's a funny one because guilt is when you think you didn't do something that was loving or you did something that was unloving. It's like you didn't give enough love. Uh, Okay. So, it's all just love trying to find a home.
0: And so, what about, what about the, the, the one that often goes along with guilt, which is that of shame?
1: Yeah. So I often think, so I I categorize things as there are just pure emotions without Mm -hmm. any belief attached to them. So guilt is just tried to give love, didn't give love, Yeah, you know, or um, tried to, or did something that was, I mean, most people have got their, you know, their hearts in the right place, but their actions don't always, you know, the the way they want. So it's like you did something and something bad happened. So you feel guilty about it. Now, shame is, so guilt is, I did a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Shame is, I I am am a bad bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I am a bad person and and that's that's the beauty of set is because because one of the problems with a lot of therapeutics is they understand the problem they understand the concept of limiting beliefs yeah and it's like I'm a bad person you can put pre- like anyone's that like, that's a limiting belief that's going to limit you yeah and it's like, so just think something different well that like you know it's like if you've ever had someone say that you goes like well I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying yeah and I often say this is like trying to shout at a kettle to get it to boil yeah exactly like, when you shout at a kettle and like as somebody with a just in case I had a PhD in acoustics I would know this Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do have a PhD in acoustics so I do know this the um, acoustic energy that uh you know of shouting I would just summarize it ain't never gonna boil a kettle yeah no
0: exactly exactly (laughs) so you
1: are kind of giving it energy but not in a way that is actually ever going to transform it yeah and And so that's when you need something like set
0: yeah absolutely because when because it's like you said and i love the way that you explain that about all of these emotions actually just being resistance to love because you know part of what i say is that there is only one emotion that's all there is and you know when we're talking about universal consciousness when we're talking about the divine the divine only ever knows about love when when we have our other emotions we've got our egos that are starting to play a part and all sorts of different things happening um so I love the way that you explain that and um and I think that once you start to recognize that you can piece it all together in okay well what does this particular emotion have to do with love you know I've always said to I've always said to my kids look you've got to express your emotions because I think a lot of the a lot of the stuff that happens is because we do hold on to the emotion And this is why when I was telling you about my mum, I'm I'm like, well, maybe this would be something that would actually be worthwhile for her because she's at that place that she's still too scared to deal with the emotions of it. Hey there, I really hope that you're enjoying this episode. And I ask that you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes that I publish. Let me interrupt the show just for a moment to let you know about something amazing that I have to offer you. I have just decided to make available to you my brand new Superconscious Success Inner Circle absolutely free. Within this inner circle, you will find exclusive content from each of my co hosts plus myself and discounts on upcoming products and services that are available within the Subconscious Success Academy and the Universal Consciousness Workshops. Within this inner circle, you're going to find not only meditation and self-hypnosis tracks, but you're going to find content on um, spirituality, manifestation, healing, conscious parenting, business creation, intuition, uh, success, and a whole host more just by being a loyal supporter of Superconscious Success. Now, head across to superconscioussuccess.com right now. Lock in your free membership because as the membership expands, that is going to be turned into a paid membership. But if you go ahead and you sign up for that today, then you can lock in the free membership price forever. So don't delay because I can't guarantee how long it's going to be at this price. Okay, so now let's head on back over to our guest interview. She's, yeah, and this is yeah, where you
1: get yeah. you get you get a negative emotion. Yeah. about a negative emotion. Yeah, or you get a limiting belief about limiting beliefs or lim- You know, a, a challenging situation. And you know, one. You know, I often say that one of my one of my missions here on 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 Earth is to transform our experience of emotions. And I think people fear yeah doing this kind of work because because for a couple of reasons will come up well I think I I think first first of all I think we we are socialized and it's in our culture that uh, that there's a limiting belief that permeates the culture which is this basically some form of this if a bad thing has happened to you you're never going to get over it you've just the best you can hope to do is learn to cope with it live with it it, battle through it live with it and with set, we know, like, it's as if, like, the way I talk about, you know, I was freaking trafficked as a child, for God's sake. Yeah. I was raped daily. And I can just talk about that. And, like, we're turning, so this book, my first book, I love to pedophile, um, is currently uh, we're doing the film adaptation of that. So I'm in meetings with guys in, um, they are all men on the on the panel, who are they're writing the screenplay. And they're, re- like, so just for, as an example, a couple of weeks ago, they were we were working on that piece of the script that was all about one of the rape scenes yeah. uh, that I depict in the book and so I've got you know one person reading my piece you know my words as a child somebody else reading someone else's and then somebody narrating the scene okay. you know so yeah had okay, fates to dark and the camera pans you know doing all this kind of stuff and they're you know they're t- they're saying the things that like actually like in in front of me reenacting that experience now for most people you would go that would really really you know yeah that'd be that traumatizing be triggering yeah. yeah that would be well, triggering it would trigger the original trauma yeah and you know we're halfway through this and um suddenly the executive producer and i'm just kind of look looking at it you know watching everyone and i'm making notes it's like no we need to change that bit there and stuff like that and then suddenly the executive producer uh, he just goes stop everyone stop 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 and everyone's going like what what what, what? and then he just goes Lisa, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I am actually fine. Yeah. And it's like the fact that I can, you know, just look up from my, you know, taking notes. Yeah. And go, yeah, I, I am actually fine. Rama this, this, this is like I am a walking testament that that you don't, you can recover, and you don't need to avoid triggers because yes. actually, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, avoiding triggers doesn't actually solve the problem. It just, it, it, that avoidance strategy. And there's a, like, I actually have on some of my talks, I do a whole list and, and it's in my book. So this book, what I'll do set is, uh, for your listeners, set yourself free. What I will do for your listeners, if you're um, uh, happy for this, I have a, I, I will buy you a copy and I will post it to you. Oh, wow. I'll post your copy of the book. So I'll show you where you can do that. I'll give you a link to that at the end. Awesome. Thank so, you. Okay. So, um, and the only thing I ask is if you love it, write me a review yeah. on Amazon. Absolutely. <laughs> if you Absolutely. hate it, pass it on to someone else so they can benefit. <laughs> I'm sure nobody will hate it. Well, you know, <laughs> people like different things. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's right.
0: <laughs> wow, that's um, and that's the thing. If, for you to be able to get to that place where now you can kind of look at it from a neutral, a neutral place and recognize that it was part of your experience and i yeah. think you and i think you realized that it was part of your journey that was you know it i'm sure that whole experience taught you a heck of a lot um and i you wouldn't be where you are today if you hadn't have been through that so but the set technique to be able to bring you to that neutral place will make people that are dealing with emotional trauma of any kind um have hope and and know that they're able to be able to um be like you and be able to look from a neutral place
1: yeah yeah and in fact one of the things that that um typically happens after a set session is um and it's it sounds really really crazy but your memory actually gets better Okay. Because you can, because one of the reasons, so one of the, the sort of purposes, if you like, of the unconscious mind is to keep repressed yes. painful memories. Yeah. And, and so what set does is because the pain is gone and we're not meant to hold on to the pain. And the best analogy I use for that is, is, you know, the thing like think about childbirth. Most, most women who've given birth, you remember that it was painful, but you don't, when you remember the process, you don't feel the pain. And that's actually how it should be. Yeah. You know? It's because otherwise we'd never have another kid. And yeah, and this, yeah. And this is how it should be with our experiences. It's like yeah. our experiences, we should, re- we might remember that they were painful, but in that moment, we got the information that said, Oh, that's because we're going that way and we need to be going this way, that this behavior is not okay. And I need to speak up and enforce my boundaries or whatever it yes. is. Yes, Once you've got that information, then you don't need to keep feeling the pain. You don't need yes. to keep suffering. It's just information. Exactly. And, so- and it's
0: and it's just kind of like it's it's like you said, it's information to let us know the direction that we're going in. It's really and and that's what that's what we need to start recognizing is that we don't have to hold on to this onto this stuff. Um, and that's why the set freedom technique sounds amazing. Now, what are the six values
1: of the set freedom technique? That's something I wanted to ask you. The six values? Uh, do you mean the seven steps? Could oh, I was looking on your website. The... It
0: was talking about the six values of the set freedom. technique. Oh, this is
1: uh, so. This is the six values of our business. This is. Oh, how our okay. Yep. So, so we just we just have these values where it's just like we stand for and I can't even remember them exactly because we just live by them so yeah they, that's so, right it but becomes it's, you know, normal <laughs> yeah yeah and uh it's really interesting because I was just talking I was just coaching one of my um people in my group and I was saying she's talking about taking on her first employee and I said nice. before you take them on get your values know yeah. what they are have them in a document and live them and get, yeah, yeah and live them and and, and them.
0: that's the thing so so let them know um let the listeners know a little about set freedom and and kind of like how they can get get involved if they're wanting to be able to yeah. Um... So there's
1: um. So I will be. I'm really really clear with people. I have no capacity right now for one to one. A lot of people go. Oh, and you know, can you you know, can you work with me? Can you work with me? And it's like, I've got way too I much time. Really, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I actually well, but the the phrase I had I so my my um I know my purpose is to get set out in the world, and the yes. best way I can do that is to true teach practitioners. Yeah, teach practitioners. So there's a couple of ways that a couple of things that you can do that um, that we that um, that you know you can get access to set. So yeah. the first is you can um, we will gift you full access, and I'm just going to find the uh, the the link and get it for you. Um, maybe I'll get it afterwards for you. and You can send it out to people. Um, but we just give you access to the home study version, the self study version of set. Okay, uh, for one month. So if you wow. get it completely free for one month with this little, I do ask for this little caveat. First of all, um, one of the things we we ask is, uh, w- uh, one of the things we do in the process, it explains the process, then there's the release. And what we do is we ask, um, we're, we're gathering data to demonstrate how effective it is. Okay. And so what we ask is to fill in a little survey, it's just an online survey and, just, and you just rank from zero to 10, your emotional charge before the set clearing and after the set clearing and okay. at the moment we're looking at a 98% success rate wow. of it goes Amazing. to zero so so all, that's all we're after that's all we're after so that's why we're giving that away completely free you can stay in that as long as you like and you know it's i think it's 47 pounds a month it's like i know oh, well, okay a month. so that's a cool. group program that's that's the that's the lowest you know um so you can do that um the other thing that um the other ways that we can work together I do small um uh, vip uh intimate groups that like are, um, mastermind type things which well it, we actually just take people through the set process and okay. this is where you do get to work with me um uh, uh i mean it's not one-to-one but you work with me more intimately in this closed group mm-hmm. you know everything is confidential and everyone's there to get the clearing and this is where you you know there will be time for us to either myself or one of my team because i have my team of coaches um they're all set certified and you know hand-picked really skillful amazing people um and you'll work with them to one of the key pieces of set that makes it really powerful is the first word is conscious so it's Mm -hmm. conscious emotional transformation and it takes a little it doesn't know that it takes a lot it takes a bit of skill from a practitioner to bring exactly what is the problem into consciousness because the emotion isn't the problem the emotion's the symptom of the problem Mm -hmm. so we got to find what that block is now this is not hours of story, hours of analysis. It's some very careful questioning. And they're often it's the, the most people them um, their observation and their experience is it's way easier and way less painful than not only any other therapy that they've ever experienced, but then they imagined. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Her imagination is always gonna be, oh, it's gonna be really horrible. You know, yeah. it's like going back to your, you know, going back to your mum that, you know, when you're saying she was too scared of yeah. addressing it, it's like, well. Because there's this idea that you've got to relive the drama, you've got yes. to relive the trauma, you've got to relive the story, and you do not, not yeah, no, because that's just what happened. Yeah, it's not what happened. It's the it's that how it was installed as a block in your nervous system, and that's what we find. It was a story so created from it. Yeah. yeah. So that intimate um uh that that VIP group um we actually call that set cert level one because it's a prerequisite for the sort of certif- the practitioner certification training and that's the next the next place that we can go if you're if you know it's like sometimes people do just want it for themselves and we used yeah. to do it as part of the practitioner and then we said do you know what enough people they go I don't want to be a practitioner I just want to experience set and yeah. they didn't want to go to anyone else they wanted to work with me and and it's like well, it's natural that people would love me I know <laughs> of that. course of course like <laughs> I always say, don't fight it; just surrender. Just accept it. Acceptance is <laughs> <laughs> that, <just> the key. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so, uh, so, so we get so. We make sure everyone's clear and they've had an experience before we move them to the practitioner training. Because one of the things about practitioner, one of the things we find is people have gone through it. They kind of they go. This is so freaking amazing! I want to be able to do this with others, and even if they're not a practitioner going out and you know working as a professional coach or set practitioner, what they might do want to do is do it with. Their team at work, yeah, or other people at work in you know, or even their family and stuff like that. And and the thing about the um the certification training is we have an initiation in there that massively raises consciousness and energy. So. Wow, it's definitely it's definitely something that I'm going to be considering um
0: adding to my repertoire because I think that it's um. It's gonna be it'll be so powerful. So I have really absolutely loved having you on today, Lisa. I have. I respect I respect your time. So I'm not gonna keep you too much longer. Um, but there's definitely so much more that we can delve into when it comes to empath, when it comes to consciousness, when it comes to all of that. So I'll I'll have you in your own time on some of my other um platforms. So um, so how about we um finish off this particular interview by letting people know how they can get in touch with you what your website is and that sort of thing
1: so the website's really simple if you can see on the screen there it says set freedom at a dot com on the end of that and mm-hmm. that that'll get to the main website there's a couple of places that are really great to start so we have a uh an assessment which is uh, it's just a little ask ask a few questions so it's the um your emotional resilience assessment tool and it tells you like where's your resilience, where is it low, where is it high, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. um And the other thing that's also on the website is under the work with us, you can experience the set free, um completely free. So that's what that that's what the program is called, the set free group coaching. Can we drop a link to that? In yeah, that absolutely.
0: Drop a link. Oh, it'll all be in the show notes. So definitely do that and. Um, and get that month free and try it for yourself so that you can yeah. see what it's like. And if you want to become a practitioner, then um, Lisa will show you exactly how you can do that. And um, this has been so much fun, Lisa. I have absolutely loved it.
1: Likewise. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I look forward to to, uh, to speaking again. Oh, absolutely.
0: And uh, good luck. You've got a book launch that's that's coming up. You're doing lots more books. <laughs> And I'm sure you've got plenty more in the pipeline as time goes on. I know I've, I've written a number of books myself, so I know how time consuming it can be and um, especially when it comes to launch time. So good luck with all of that. And, um, and we'll be in touch and definitely um, have you on some of the other podcasts. So thanks so much for joining us.